I would say that it's super important to figure out what drives you and figure out your purpose and your passion and your why. Now, figuring out that why and what you want, your big mission and purpose to be, and, and then use that as kind of your driving force to go and do bigger and better things. And if there's a will, there's a way. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Okay, welcome to today's episode of the Expertish Podcast. Today we've got Stu Grazier with us. How's it going, Stu? Good, Jay. Long time no see, man. Good to see you. I know it's crazy. For a little, a little bit of background, Stu and I were at the same squadron. What two thousand eight ish? Two thousand? I mean, a long time ago. Yeah, long. Was it before that even? I think so, man. It was eleven, right? Was it eleven or twenty? No, it was before that. It was HT eleven. Oh God! So yeah, same hangar a couple times, so it kind of runs together. Yeah, but, uh, wasn't fortunate enough to uh, get to deploy with you, but we were at the same place, same time for a while. Right. Strangely, uh, gosh, it's probably been about three months, maybe four months ago. I logged into, I, you know, I'm always like checking out different webinars and stuff, and I, I got on a webinar. And I didn't didn't even totally realize Stu was one of the. I guess you guys were hosting it, right? Yeah, man, we were hosting it. No, it's great information. And I appreciate you coming on and talk to us today. For sure, man. Thanks for having me on. Humble to be here. Absolutely. Give us a little, if you don't mind, a little background on you know yourself. Like, obviously, you know, you're a Navy pilot, and to me, I think this is a great example for people listening of how you don't have to wait until. I mean, because you're a busy guy. Like, I mean, that's it's a busy career. You got a lot of stuff going on. You don't have to wait to get started. So if you can talk to us about a little bit about, I guess not a transition, but how you went from you know Navy pilot to started investing and how it's grown into so many avenues for you, really. Yeah, man. Um, I'd be happy to. Yeah. So background on me is born and raised in Texas and I went to the Naval Academy for college, um, graduated there in 2002 and became a helicopter pilot. And that's, uh, you know, where we were first introduced. To, I was out in San Diego flying helicopters uh, out there for 10 years, um, did an instructor tour, got uh, tagged for an individual augmentation to go over to Iraq and play army for about 14 months, um, which was yeah. not fun, but good experience nonetheless. And then at my 10 year mark, I decided to transition to um, FTS, which is basically full-time reservist. And I get paid as an active duty guy, but um, all my jobs are for the reserves. And I went and learned how to fly a C40, which is basically like a Boeing 737. And uh, still in, I'm at 18 and a half years of, of service. I'm currently the executive officer of uh, the Navy Reserve Center in Denver, Colorado, and that's uh, that's where I'll hang my hat at twenty. Got uh, you know about a year and a half left, um, but uh, I've always had you know an interest in entrepreneurship, in real estate, in business. So I've kind of been doing you know all these little side hustle gigs and trying to kind of build some other avenues of income uh, while still serving. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Uh, I've learned a lot of lessons, um, but you know, I've also been successful in quite a few different uh, arenas as well. And, uh, you know, we can kind of dive into a bunch of the different things that I've done, but uh, I've always really been interested in real estate. And so that's kind of where most of my entrepreneur type endeavors have been uh, within the real estate realm. And my first attempt at real estate was, uh, right out of of college, I was in I was in flight school down in Pensacola, Florida, and and just a, a buddy of mine who was going through flight school at the same time 
was tell me about, you know, he was buying just some raw land over across the border in Alabama and young, dumb Lieutenant JG didn't know really anything better, but had some residual income to go play with. And so I just went over there and started talking to a realtor. And next thing you know, like I was buying a piece of raw land for $50,000 in Orange Beach, Alabama. It was just like a third of an acre lot in a new development. And I put $5,000 down, financed the rest and was just kind of hoping for the best. Like didn't really know any, any better. Shortly thereafterwards, like a huge hurricane came through and was like wiped out like all of, all of Alabama, all of, all of Pensacola and you know, I thought my investment was just completely gone, but, uh, little did I know that all the land kind of recouped and, and appreciated in value. And that same realtor that I used to purchase the land reached out to me like nine months later. And he was like, Hey, your lot is the last one in this new development. I have a buyer for you. He wants to buy it for basically double of what I purchased it for. So that was it, man. That's what got me hooked on real estate. So, you know, I basically made I think it was like 40 grand, 45 grand in the span of like nine months. And right. from there, I took that and used that as the down payment on a super expensive house in San Diego in 2005. And uh, we all know what happened in 2007 and 2008. And so uh, I got crushed, you know, so lots of lessons learned there. Uh, I bought it with, with a friend of mine who was in our squadron and uh, we kind of just partnered with it 50-50 and we lived in it for a long time. We had roommates. We had a dude living in our garage on a mattress on the floor paying rent. And so, you know, that whole idea of a quote unquote house hacking yeah. um, before that term was ever coined, um, that's what we were doing. And they're basically paying our mortgage for us um, on this expensive house. So, you know, lots of good strategies there. In the end, we ended up having to sell it and short sell it because of the market crash and we ended up moving. But, you know, that kind of got the start of, of just these entrepreneur type ventures. Like I said, I learned a lot of lessons along the way and just continued to learn, you know, I was just started to like really reach out and dive deep into education, um, learning the different strategies. Um, you know, I'd go and learn something and then I'd go try it. And, you know, from there, I just uh, kind of built on all these different niches in real estate and got a lot of experience along the way. I think that's awesome. I was just on a call before, um, before we got on here talking to a commercial lender about some of the things and uh, she was asking about like, some of the goals are like what the niche is of like what I invest in. I was like, I wish I had a better answer, but I, I love the learning part. So I'm trying a little bit of all of it because I want to experience, I mean, maybe down the road, it'll be more uh, pinpointed towards one thing or another. But right now I'm kind of enjoying trying the different avenues and see yeah, where, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and there's, there's probably people that will say that, uh, that's definitely not the way to go. You know, they, uh, you know, the book, like the one thing and, you know, got to go focus on one thing and, you know, uh, really get good at that. And there's some truth to that, but I think at the same time, um, you know, I, I think I feel like a more well-rounded investor, um, and know kind of what to do in different situations and how to take, you know, a certain situation with, with, uh, within real estate. And, um, I can also then help others and, and serve and offer education and, and be a, you know, a mentor to others that are kind of newer, starting to try to build this out and offer ideas to them. So, you know, I feel like, uh, it's good to be a little bit more well-rounded in, in that arena. No, I agree. And I, I, I like having the opportunity to tell people like if they come to you for advice or something to say, be able to say, well, this is what I've done. You know, this would have maybe what I've done a bit different. This is what I could have done better, but this is what I've done as opposed to, Hey, go do this. You know, yeah. like, I just feel like it's a, a little more truthful and people will 
I don't appreciate it a little bit more when it's coming from like what you've, I guess, risked or uh, taken the leap to do as opposed to being able to step back and just tell people what to do. And it's yeah. Not just, you know? Yeah, man. And, you know, I, I think also, you know, you don't really know what you enjoy or what, you know, what niche that is going to be best fit for you, your personality and, you know, what you think you're going to kind of thrive in the most until you, until you try it. So, you know, I've, I've tried a lot of different strategies within the real estate realm and there's definitely some that I enjoy more than others. And um, we'll continue to kind of focus on that as, as we can build the business out. Right. Right. For sure. Well, what about, what would you say would have been so far your largest hurdle or something you wish you would have done differently? Like the, your, I don't want to say biggest screw up because I don't think anything's a screw up when we learn from it. Yeah. But, but you know, what would be the one thing that you'd say don't do? Yeah. So I think for a long time, I tried to do everything on my own. Um, and you know, I didn't really leverage, um, people, money, education. There's so many things that you can leverage early on to do this business. You know, I I really truly think that this is a team type of business. And the more you try to go at it alone, you're going to get burned in the end. And and I did, I, I, uh, you know, did some investing and lost a lot of money. And I think if I would have had a team, you know, surround me and help me Mm -hmm. out and have mentors and coaches and um, people that, you know, maybe accountability partners um, kind of, look at it more as like a team type uh, business, I think I would have been way better off. You know, for the longest time, I just tried to do everything on my own. And um, so, you know, I I say one, really surround yourself with other people that are doing this business. Um, You know, so, and that's just, if you kind of get yourself around some friends or people that you look up to that are doing this at a higher level than where you want to be in the future, uh, like mastermind groups, um, just engage in, you know, those type of forums online and, you know, just in, engage yourself in education and webinars and meetups and uh, local events. I think that's super important. Yeah, I, I agree too. And, and that's, I think that's one of the, one thing that I believe that cuts through a bit er, these days, there's so much information online, but there's also so much misinformation. So yeah. I think if you find some of those mentors, some of those trusted people that are doing it, one of the huge values is it just cuts through some of the garbage, you know, kind of steer you away from that. Yeah, man, for sure. It, it's, it's a mindset thing too, because for the longest time, you know, I was so against uh, paying for any type of, you know, mastermind group or mentorship program or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a game changer. You know, I'm in a mastermind group now that's, that's $25,000 a year. Right. And that's expensive and but it's so worth it you know to surround yourself with people that are at or at a higher level than you and will be there to hold your hand and lift you up but also then like hold you accountable to to your actions and what you say you're going to do yeah and, you know so totally worth the money whatever that cost is and, and you know i would say don't pay 25 grand right off as you're a beginning investor, but there are some other groups that you can get into at a, at a way, you know, cheaper price point. Yeah. And get, get your start. I know, uh, Leon, Leon Barnes was on uh, the podcast before and I don't know, I think, I think you're connected with him, correct? Like, collective yeah, I think you connected me with him. Yeah. And, and that's just one of the guys that I kind of to that point that I definitely, um, I'm not in that mess, right? I don't do that kind of volume of investing for, that those guys are doing. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, someone that I hit up pretty regularly if I have a 
kind of serious question where I'm like, hey, I don't want to lose everything. Is this a good idea or not? Yeah. And it's amazing how like the quality people share pretty freely. You know, if, oh, yeah. if you're just genuine and you're not, you know, just trying to take advantage of stuff. Quality people are sharing freely freely. So like you said earlier, don't don't hesitate to people are thinking about getting started, reach out to someone, you know, reach out to Stu or myself or anything, because if it's not something we help we'll point you in a direction of people that are doing what you're trying to do, you know? Absolutely, man. Successful people want to help other people become successful. Well, because that way you can go do cool shit together. That's right. Um, you know, That's right. <laughs> if you have the time and freedom and finances to go do the fun stuff. It's no fun to do it by yourself, right? True statement. Yeah, man, for sure. How did you, uh, if you don't mind, uh, tell us a little bit how your kind of journey in the real estate investing went after those initial steps? Because I know now, you know, you obviously are in uh, multiple ventures now in the investing investing side of it. So kind of, if you can walk us through a little bit of that stair-stepping from... Yeah. So I, it's, it's, you know, funny that when I think back on kind of the, the different ventures I've been on and the businesses that I've started, they've all come through failures of some sort. So early on, I was really, you know, I was, I was still fairly young um, in, in the Navy, deploying, flying helicopters, being gone a lot. And so I was trying to find investments where I could kind of be a way more passive, you know, so I, I'd go and deploy, save a bunch of money, live below my means, build up a capital stash, and then I would deploy that by like, so I learned about private lending. That was kind of my first real true venture into real estate besides that land deal and the house in San Diego. I started doing private lending um, with an investor in, in Dallas, uh, where I'm originally from. Um, and I didn't know anything. I didn't know what paperwork to look for. I just kind of trusted the guy. He was great giving me like or promising great returns and, and it ended up being like his huge like kind of Ponzi scheme scam. Uh, he got two for himself. He was lending money or he was taking money from multiple investors on the same property and he was doing fake paperwork. And so I lost a ton of money. Yeah. And through that, I then educated myself on what to do, how to do it, what to look for, who to use, what team to kind of create. Um, and so then I kind of took those lessons and started doing lending the right way. And I learned about mortgage note investing. I got connected with you know some mentors that are doing that. And I still needed to be very passive with my investing because I was still, you know, still young and flying and deploying. And um, so I started going, do, doing that route was super successful at that. And then um, I built up a, a pretty large portfolio of, of mortgage notes and private lending kind of stuff. And I started realizing that my tax bill was getting pretty large every single year and it really sucked. And so I was like, man, how do I fix this? And so I started reaching out to some attorneys and lawyers and CPAs. And my CPA was basically like, well, being a lender and um, owning mortgage notes, there's nothing that you can write off on your taxes. There's no tax advantages to that. So you basically need to go buy real estate. You need to go buy physical real estate and own rental properties. And then you can have more tax write-offs for that to maybe offset uh, your your income from your, from your lending. And so I had just um, moved overseas to Italy. And um, so I was like, well, let's look into some turnkey real estate because I still need to be super passive. I'm living overseas. Um, I can't manage it from afar like that. And so that's what I did. I started looking up turnkey companies. Again, not very educated on it. And um, just kind of out of the blue, like 
picked Birmingham, Alabama as where I wanted to buy real estate because I thought it was a good market. And so um, through just like one reference, I picked a company, bought four properties uh, while living in Italy uh, through this turnkey company and it went south from there. Another like huge lesson learned, terrible company, learned tons of, you know, tons of uh, lessons learned from them. Uh, I literally am about to sell my last house um, and take a loss on it because they've just been terrible properties for the last like, gosh, four or five years now. Oh, wow. Um, but through that and those lessons learned, I then realized that, you know, this turnkey model and the strategy is great um, for people like us in the military that are, you know, traveling, PCSing to different duty stations every three years, living in locations that are super expensive that might not make sense as a rental property. Um, and so, you know, I kind of reached out to my best friend from college. We were roommates together and, and kind of crazily, he, he had a very similar experience with a turnkey company um, that he had purchased some properties through. So we just started comparing notes, um, taking these lessons learned, and we decided that we wanted to build our own company out. One, to help other people like us, you know, in our network, get into real estate. Uh, and two, start to kind of create a transition plan for us as we get kind of closer to getting out of the Navy and have something that we can walk into right after we're done with our military service. So that's kind of what we did, man. We, we built out the company. We started it in um, 2018. And uh, he had initially purchased his properties in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. His wife is from that area. Um, and so that's where he, so his, his story is way worse than mine. Uh, the company that he used was like fraudulent and he was going to sue him and take him to court. Um, and he basically had to fire everyone from the company, go out and find his own team. And so he had kind of already established a team in that market and the market is great. You know, it's a cash flowing Midwest market has, you know, super affordable and you can get rental properties and have cash flow from day one. Right. And so we kind of built out that team that he had already started and um, created this turnkey company. And we just started telling some of our friends, I bought some property, tested it, tested the contractors, tested the property management, um, kind of built it out. And then we just started telling people about it. And since then it's, it's grown uh, significantly. We have, you know, now we have probably a year and a half waiting list of our buyers. We did, we didn't make 50 properties this year. I think, I think we did like 47 properties um, this year. Um, you know, in the last three years, I think we've done almost, uh, almost 90 deals. I think that's where we're about. Um, so you now we're growing, we, we now have a full team, a full staff in Milwaukee. We have multiple W2 employees on our, on our company and yeah, man, we're, we're just kind of growing. We're, so we, we basically offer single family rental properties, fully rehabbed, um, you know, tenants, property management in place. Uh, just to guys like us, you know, guys and gals like us that are wanting to just get into the game and buy some rental property and kind of start building their wealth and building their uh, rental portfolio. Two, two things that kind of hit me when you're telling that part of the story. One is I love how um, I feel like people who are kind of motivated, driven towards certain things, they they let failure kind of drives them just to want to do it better. Like both of you, you both of you guys like, Oh, well, this experience sucked. His experience sucked. And you're like, well, we can do it better. So let's just do it. You know what I mean? I, I love that. Number one. And then secondly, uh, something I want to point out, like, you know, a lot of people are afraid that it's not the right time. They don't have the time with their, you know, to take that initial step, start investing stuff. You guys have both done it while 
full-time engaged you're like you're not even in wisconsin you know kind of going back to building a team surrounding yourself with this you know surrounding yourself with the right people i i think that can't be overstated the fact that you're in colorado and your main business is in wisconsin you know yeah. and, and you, get, you guys are doing you know you have a year and a half waiting list so that kind of is kind of proof to everything that you were saying before of you know learn learn from your mistakes educate yourself and surround yourself with the right people and then you're not even near your business and yeah man yeah it's you know i would say that it's super important to um you know figure out what drives you as well and, and figure out kind of your purpose and your passion and your why you know there's a book i'm, I'm sure you've heard of it or read it uh, start with why by simon mm -hmm. sinek you know figuring out that why and what what you want your big mission and purpose to be and, and then use that as kind of your driving force to go and do bigger and better things and you know if there's a will there's a way and you know i, I spend i wake up at 4 a.m every single morning and not not so like toot my horn or anything like that but there is a way to do it and you know you just gotta you gotta put in the time and, and also you gotta um, surround yourself again around people that are going to help you out you know right. we have this team in wisconsin that's amazing and really honestly the stuff that they do for our business they do it way better than we ever could right and so you know finding that finding those people that can join your team um leveraging um, people leveraging education and resources and leveraging money as well um you know it's it's huge for for kind of growing a business yeah yeah absolutely and you guys i'm assuming you guys are you guys take investor money as well right you'll utilize investor money or are you guys all all funded up or can people reach out that yeah hand over cash to you <laughs> yeah yeah if they want to just throw money at us we'll take it um yeah so i mean we we you know we're not we're not gajillionaires uh, yet. You know, we still have our W two income from from the military, and so we can't, you know, personally go buy, you know, 10, 20 properties at a time. And so we have to use uh, private money, you know, private money lending, uh, to help us buy these houses. And the buy the houses that we're buying uh, in Milwaukee, they're all they're all in shambles. You know, they all need a lot of work. They all need fixing up. Um, and so, you know, conventional lending wouldn't lend to you anyways on that type of a deal. So, so yeah. And so that's, that's a big part of our business. And, um, you know, we've grown a lot, you know, a lender list. Um, again, most of the people that are on that list are other people just like us. There are other people that are in the military, uh, or veterans, um, or people like friends of friends or family that, that have kind of been referred to us. And, um, you know, we offer them fantastic returns uh, on their money, uh, that they probably couldn't get. I mean, I know they can't get in, you know, sitting in a checking or savings account, um, but they probably can't get what, what we're offering to them and even like, you know, their mutual funds or, or, you know, their broker accounts or whatever else. So, um, it's just another opportunity that we can offer people within our network and you know, building out those relationships to help people grow their wealth. Yeah. And that's, a, I mean, that's a win-win for everyone. Yep. And, and uh, again, kind of take it back to like when you're deploying and, you know, gone a lot and didn't have time to necessarily do all the things you want to do. It's a great way for people to supplement that income, you know, loan you guys the money while they're like, you know, if you're on a C tour where you're going to be gone a lot, you guys are putting the money to use and they're making a good return. Like yeah. it's kind of a no brainer, you know? Yep. And that's, and that's what I did. And that's what I did early on in my investing career is I lent money to somebody. Unfortunately, I lent it to the wrong person <laughs> and, and, you know, I suffered for that, but 
But again, now I've learned from that and know how to do it right, what to look for, what paperwork to use. Um, and I can offer that to other people and offer that education piece as well to make sure that they know how to do it correctly. So, right. right. That's it. Well, and again, that's great too. You're sharing that, share the knowledge so other people don't have to make that same mistake as well. Yeah. What about some of your, um, I mean, I think the turnkey model is phenomenal because it is such a good passive way to, I mean, either side, you lend money or someone's taking care of the full property thing for you. You're buying it, they're taking care of it. You know, I think it's, it's a great model, like you, like you said before, but what about a couple of your other, uh, ventures? Uh, you know, you've got more than one going at, at the same time here. Yeah. Yeah. We have quite a few different businesses going on. Um, so, you know, we, we do the private lending still, um, I've learned how to do it correctly. Most of the stuff that we do now, uh, is inside like a self-directed IRA. Um, we also do, um, lending through, you know, the cash value of our life insurance policies. Um, you know, there's some, I don't know if you've heard of like the infinite banking strategy or anything like that, but we, we do some of that as well. Uh, so, you know, we still do that, the, the private lending stuff through a company. Um, you know, we, we own some rental properties. We're, we're slowly kind of getting rid of the single family rental properties as we're starting to focus more on some kind of bigger stuff. Right. Um, my wife and I, we own a, an RV park in Texas. Um, and it's a, in, in a tertiary market outside of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then let's see what else we recently joined another team, uh, of veterans, uh, here in Colorado. And, uh, we joined a partnership. We created a partnership and went and, uh, syndicated, um, a couple of mobile home parks okay. in Colorado, um, kind of in a tertiary market outside of Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're, we're growing that, that company out a little bit more. And so we're starting to look, uh, into some more deals, you know, we're hoping to kind of buy a few more of those type of deals. Right. Uh, this coming year. Yeah. I mean, we have another business that's kind of just not collecting, but, you know, slowly, but surely we're adding some single family stuff into that, mm-hmm. um, in our portfolio in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> we're building a portfolio of uh, businesses, not just investment. Well, that, that is true. That is true. Um, one thing also I didn't mention that I was kind of leaning towards with the, with the, uh, you know, getting around people and surround yourself with, with individuals that you want to kind of be like is, um, I helped start a mastermind group as well. Um, for it's, it's solely for military and veterans, um, that are in the real estate space that are hoping to, that already have a business and they just want to grow or, or really just even starting from scratch. Um, and, uh, I partnered up with another individual. He's actually, um, a Marine. Uh, he's about to get out and go reserves, but uh, he's a Marine out in San Diego. Um, and we joined, it's called the war room mastermind group. Okay. And, uh, it's again, just only for military and veterans right. and, um, the, uh, you know, super low entry fee for, for, uh, you know, individuals to jump in. We do, it's, it's like 50 bucks a month okay. um, to join the membership, but, um, you know, it's, it's great. Like we, we put people in small groups, almost like a, a church small group uh-huh. and they have weekly accountability calls with each other. And, you know, one person's on the hot seat every single week and they're talking about, you know, what, what they're working on, what issues they have and the others kind of jump in and help out. Um, and then we like, tell each other our goals and what, you know, the next step we're working on. And then we hold each other accountable to it. You know, the next week we follow up and say, Hey, did you do that? Did you do what you said you were going to do? Right. And so it's, it's great. And then we have monthly webinar calls that are all educational and um, private Facebook group and a Slack channel and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a great group. But the, the one that I uh, 
that I saw, was that, was that through that mastermind or was that something different? Um, systems, like it was like a team systems EOS type. Also, well, the, the EOS stuff, um, we do internally in our business and that's what we were kind of helping teach on. The one that you jumped on is with Bill Allen and he oh, yeah. is the owner of, of a de- of the $25,000 mastermind group that, that we're a part of. Gotcha. That's the seven, that's the seven figure flipping mastermind group. Um, they're fantastic, but, um, you know, if, if there's anyone just starting out, I wouldn't recommend that one, um, right. until you've kind of done some deals and you're ready to kind of jump to the next level. Um, the, the war room military mastermind, um, is, is really for anybody. I mean, we have, I mean, there are guys in our group that are syndicating hundred unit apartment complexes have hundreds and thousands of units to someone who is just starting out and wanting to buy their first deal. And there's every level in between and, and people are, you know, reaching down and helping out and, and bringing up. And there's been a ton of growth uh, from people in that group. So it's been really fun to see. I definitely want to jump into that. Is that, uh, that's the Justin Smith in that one as well. Yep. Justin Smith oh, is in that one. Okay. That's yep. one you mentioned to me then too. Cool. Yeah. I read this. I learned all kinds of cool stuff when we uh, see these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I keep myself busy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds yeah. like in between running your squadron there, right? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I joke about it, but, um, COVID has, has somewhat been a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, I, I've been able to work a whole lot more from home, you know, uh-huh. doing a lot of virtual work, uh, for the Navy, you know, so I can, I can sit in my home office and, and send emails to the Navy and then send emails for, for my real estate business kind of simultaneously. And so, um, you know, it, that that's been helping quite a bit. Hey, you know, make the best of it. Right. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. So what, um, what would people need to do if they wanted to look into investing with you guys or get involved at all? Is there, you guys got a website to get you guys? Yeah. Yeah, man. So our, our website, the, the turnkey website is storehouse, uh, 310turnkey.com. Our company is storehouse 310 ventures. If you wanted to, um, you, know, you could probably just Google it and find it, but storehouse 310 turnkey is the website. Um, you know, we have a Facebook page and Instagram and, um, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well. So if, if people wanted to just reach out directly to me, um, through LinkedIn, that's probably the best source. Um, you know, we can message through that. And, you know, I think that's how you and I talk quite a bit is through LinkedIn and doing the messaging. Um, and, uh, but you know, they can hit the contact us page on our website and that'll get, get to us as well. Cool. And you, and you guys have a podcast as well, correct? Yeah, man, we do. It's called Filling the Storehouse Podcast. Um, our our company, Storehouse Three Ten Ventures, it's uh, it's uh, based off of uh, Malachi three ten in the Bible. It's a Bible verse um, that uh, kind of references uh, you bringing a tithe to the storehouse, and so that's a part of our business model that that we um, put in our plan is every single house that we sell, um, the first ten percent of those profits immediately go to a nonprofit organization that we support. And, uh, and so that's kind of filling the storehouse is, is kind of the background behind the podcast as well. So we talk, we talk business, we talk entrepreneurship, we talk, you know, just Christian ideas and, um, it's just a fun podcast that we have some great guests on as well. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely would recommend people listening, checking that out. And you just guys have so much information you guys really do. You put a lot on, uh, LinkedIn and I, I appreciate that. Um, it's a little bit easier to, to dig through than say Facebook and stuff right now. Right. Um, yeah. So to it. So I appreciate that a lot. 
Um, what anything? What about anything else that you want to get out? Like, how about some uh, major advice to anybody? Was it other than you know the the research and getting started? Any anything coming up that you just really want people to know about? Yeah, you know, I, I think um, most importantly, you know, you you have to at some point just take action, right? And and understand that you're going to make some mistakes along the way. Uh, there might be some, you know, some losses along the way, but, you know, take it from me, those losses can turn right into successes if, if you look at it correctly and, and have that mindset, you know, so th there are a lot of people that I've talked to that are, that uh, are, are in this phase of just um, continuous education, 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 education. But I honestly believe that the best education is to actually go do. And, you know, so, and that's, you know, maybe that's just lending some money to somebody, right? If you have capital, just sit in the account, like taking that action step or going and buying a single family rental property, you know, one property, that action step, it's not going to be a grand slam home run, right? It's, it's going to be a base hit and you right. take those base hits and you learn from them and you do it better next time right. until you're getting to where you're buying, you know, apartment complexes. Um, it's that whole, you know, monopoly strategy of buying four houses and turning it into apartment complex. That's it. You can do that in real life. And so, you know, the, I would say that don't get into this analysis paralysis stage and never take action. You have to take action. That's the best education that you could possibly do. I think sometimes I'm a, a bit of a bad example when people like even other agents or something will call like, Hey, what do you do when you're looking at, uh, you know, purchasing X, Y, or Z, you know, for like, and I'm talking like single family investment, right? Yeah. Like what kind of ROIs, what kind of cap rates start talking about these things. And I, and I'm just honest. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't, I don't really, that's not my analysis. That's not how I do those things. And if it's in a market that I know, like say San Diego, it's going to be like, Hey, what do I know that's developing near there? That's going to drive the appreciation. Will I be, you know, getting some kind of return off the bat and they kind of all add up, you know? So it's really not always, does it have to be all numbers? It just, like you said, you just have to take the step, do a little bit of research, see if it makes sense. And, uh, it, like you said too, base hits, like you can do really well off of singles and doubles over and over and over again. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, man. Uh, you're not like, you're just not, you're not going to hit a grand slam on, on your first investment. It's just not going to happen. No, uh, so, you do, you and, blown it and you may not have another one uh, coming up. <laughs> <in the time. laughs> right. Exactly, man. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, if, if that's, if that's any piece of advice, that's what I would say. No, I think that's huge. I know uh, we talked about like on the initial podcast, like my very first investment was accidental. I just bought when I moved to Virginia Beach as a grand, like third class, like, you know, 22 years old. Yeah. And it was a horrible experience, but then, and I thought it was miserable. And then when I transferred to my next station and started getting rent checks, I mean, I didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't as investment, but then I was like, man, this is cool. Like yeah. total accidental, uh, accidental process, but yeah, it does. It's, you got to just take that first step. Even if it's your own personal home, whatever it is, just get in there and get it going, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and one thing that else I'd really like to say is make sure that, you know, if you start to build this team out and you're starting to use people to help you out, make sure that the, that team aligns, uh, with, with who you are as an individual and who you are as far as your core values go. Um, make sure and, and ask those questions and ask those hard questions to people and make sure that, that those values align, um, with, with who you are as a person, you know, that, that was one thing that, that, you know, I made a huge mistake on early on was that, that individual that I was lending to, 
right. nowhere close, nowhere close to the same values. All he was was a salesman, and he was just you know selling me some amazing return. Um, I didn't even know the guy, and, right. and so like I, I would say, you know, get to know somebody and and ask those questions of, of who who that person is before you go invest with them or or add them as a team member and have them be on your team to be helping you out with this, you know, investment, uh, you know, economy. And so make sure that, that those values align. Yeah, that is huge. And that's why you reverted back to the, the college roommate, right? So you, yep. you had a history, you know, you know what you're getting and you know, you guys will work it out, you know? Yeah, man. And, and that's all stuff that we do on a regular basis. You know, when we're working with people, there are investors that want to throw us money and we say, no, we don't want your money because, you don't align with, with our mission, our purpose, our goals, our values. And so we say no to them. And, and we've had some people want to give us a lot of money and we've said no to it because it just doesn't, it's not going to work out in the end. It's just not. Right. And how much more fun is a uh, business when you're working with people that do align and people that you enjoy being around, it, it makes a lot more tolerable doesn't it. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. Um, most of our investors are like all, they're all friends. And even if, even if they weren't like, even if we didn't know them at first, they've become friends and, you know, they are now a part of our tribe and, um, it is, it's fun. It's a blast to be, you know, investing, creating win-win type partnerships and relationships with David and I joke, like we're going to buy some big mountain property in Colorado and just have all of our investors out and just have like a big kumbaya campfire drinking beer around hanging out with all, all of our investor buddies. And so that's, that's on our list. That's what we're going to do. This sounds like a legit project to me. I like it, man. Hey, Stu, I don't want to take up, you know, all of your day. Um, I'm sure the Navy still has some stuff for you today, too, but I really can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing stuff with us today. And uh, I'm sure, I, you know, I'll be revisiting, uh, hitting you up for information and, and yeah. probably regularly, if that's cool. It's totally cool, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, I brought some value to your listeners and, you know, I, I love getting on the phone, helping people out. Please reach out to me, um, especially, especially like our, you know, military veterans. Um, that's, that's my community. That's who I am. So, and that's who I love to help and support. So please reach out if, if you uh, are looking for some advice. Yeah, absolutely. And check out Storehouse 310, um, you know, pull them up on LinkedIn. Uh, absolutely. Uh, super, super good information. And just also the, the people that you guys have connected with, like just the webinar I listened to and a few of the other things I looked at, like, you know, some of the stuff that you guys have um, shared on your LinkedIn as well, just quality stuff. So I, I just recommend everyone getting out there and looking at it because it, it kind of just gets your interest going. And, and that's half of it right there. If you stay interested, you'll get it done. Right? That's right, man. Yeah. Cool. Dude, right. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back on if, you, if you're down for it later on. I'm down, man. Yeah, thanks, Jay. I really appreciate it. Okay, sounds good.